waste no more time. We've already wasted plenty of time as it is. Let us begin the Enemy Slime podcast. May I introduce you, ladies and gentlemen, to episode number 144. I am your usual host, Jared, and I am joined today by Mr. Michael Mahoney. This is episode 144. Mm, Very good. I have Mr. Doug Wilson. Locker room free since 1993. Ooh, are we going to have some locker room talk tonight? I sure hope so. Yeah. I sure hope so. Don't we always? Yeah, I would say so. I would say that uh, if Donald Trump said any of the things we say on this podcast, it would probably have a negative effect on his campaign. That would be the end of him. That would be <laughs> that, would, that would pretty much the be. undestroyable candidate isn't, destroyed by enemy slime. Isn't that funny how you can say something and you're fine, but he can't say something. But but uh, we're not running for president, though. Hey, guess what? Lucio Lorenzino's oh. here. By the way, if you're wondering, yes, I did die in the storm. Oh yeah. Oh no. Yeah. So um. Oh God. I heard a lot about this like hurricane, and then it was kind of yeah. gone. So I guess everything went pretty good for me. For, pe- <laughs> for people Jared, north, for north people Florida north of me, yeah, they got hit pretty fucking hard. They're all underwater now. And North Carolina is like is gone, man. North Carolina doesn't doesn't exist anymore. Half a million people doing dead, all that Jared, great joke. Sorry, I just don't have time for uh for news like that when Donald Trump's saying things. It's just so yeah, no, no, oh, that's right. It's just the way it, it is. Hit, uh, it hit North Florida and uh, North Carolina really hard. Well, our hearts go out to North Florida and North Carolina. Uh, why not South Carolina? I don't know why not. So, I mean, they did got hit, but not as hard. Man, poor, poor North Carolina and North Florida. But we're not here to talk about politics or lament the uh, unfortunate state of the the world post Death Storm 2016. We're here to talk about video games. You know, bring a little bit of uh, sunshine and happiness into your life. Bring bring a little love in your heart. Bring a little love in. So why don't we start tonight by talking about a game that we covered last week uh, that I think you guys have had a little bit more time to kind of poke around and uh, and maybe talk a little bit a uh, little bit more in depth about it, or maybe just at least give us an update. And that, of course, is Osiris New Dawn. I don't know which of you wants to take the lead on that one. Uh, Okay. Don't everyone throw themselves on the grenade at once. (laughs) So uh, just shortly after our last podcast, Osiris released a new patch. So Lucio and I spent some time with it over the weekend. It's fixed a lot of the problems we had, such as monsters falling through floors or aliens falling through floors uh, or corpses falling through floors. It added a couple more. It's a little more stable now. It hasn't changed Mm -hmm. a whole lot. Uh, the only few things I might comment are they added some sound effects to the giant sandworm. And it's horrific and terrifying. It came out of the, like, you hear it start rumbling, and it comes out of the ground, and I did not remember it being as big as it was. It was actually quite yeah. frightening. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Like, we're, we're standing at the edge of a desert trying to mine some magnesium, and suddenly there's just a rumbling, and we look out, and it, it looks like it's three or four football fields away, and it just rises out of the ground like this gigantic skyscraper and starts coming right at us. And I really wish we got the moment on video, because it was actually it was pretty, funny. It was pretty hair-raising. Because we, we were both screaming and running away. And the good thing is, now, when you hear it, you, you, can, you have a chance, right? Run the fuck away. Right. Uh, but it's still, you still have to be pretty fast because we, we've had a lot of close calls. Like, you can essentially just kind of ride that, almost like touch it. Um, yeah, if it misses it nev- you. We, we, every time it misses, it seems like it's only a few feet away that it came from yeah. crushing you. So, so that's pretty cool. I remember uh, when we were seeing the demo of the game, he, mm-hmm. he kind of showed it to us and 
it, it seemed like a very casual thing, like, oh, just just don't go over there. There's a sandworm. And like I saw it like swim by or whatever. And, uh, you know, he didn't really seem to make it out like it. But, but you guys are talking about it as though it's like if sandworm shows up, you need to immediately vacate the area. And so, so it's in certain locations that the, the sandworm basically inhabits like large open spaces. Mm hmm. So as long as you avoid those, you're pretty much guaranteed to not have to worry about him. And he won't, he won't like hang out and attack you. He'll just, he'll jump up, dive back into the sand, crush you in the process. But if you can avoid that, then you're probably fine. Oh, okay. You have a few minutes before it starts like attacking you again. Mm -hmm. So more or less, it's just if you're crossing a large open field, you wonder like, oh, I wonder if there's a sandworm here. And then there's a sandworm there and it's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. So we were wondering um, at one point trying to get to a specific place and we saw like a sandworm skeleton and we were like, it's probably fine, but it wasn't fine. No, it was oh. not fine. All right. <laughs> the sandworm skeleton is so big that I thought it was a mountain. <laughs> yeah. So, um, okay. So sandworm improved. Uh, yeah. what, what else is, what else is new? Anything super notable or, I mean, it sounds like, like you said, it's mostly bug fixes. And, yeah. Mm -hmm. What they're working on now is making the game more playable. And even like there was a new patch that dropped today and it was mostly just like, uh, fixing the game, making it more playable, adding servers, that kind of thing. Have you guys been able to play it online yet? Or is that still kind of a pipe dream? We I didn't try it on this last patch, so I don't know. Or not this last patch, the patch before this today's. But Yeah, so we're probably going to try it now that they announced that they're going to add more servers. Mm -hmm. So hopefully that will mean that it, you can get a decent frame rate. Kind of spreads the on player the public game. a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it sounded like oh, the yeah. concern wasn't even necessarily frame rate. It was like being able to build anything. Yeah, well, the, the first concern runs. was frame rate because it, it ran like a 2. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess that yes. is an issue. Uh, and then once you actually got to do something, you couldn't like build anything. Mm -hmm. What's wrong uh, with the two frame rate? That's fine. I can play that. Yeah, it's it's in a mic, right? Yeah, you know, you snobs with your gaming PCs think you always have to have everything just so high, sixty frames per second. Back in my day, Grandpa had two frames per second for his book as he turned the pages, and he did just fine. Actually, that's, actually pretty, that's actually pretty fast reading if you're reading two pages per second. My Sandbond runs everything great. Like his spectacles. <laughs> Grandpa had a pair of reading glasses. Hey, the finest spectacle joke here on the Enemy Slam podcast, episode number one. <laughs> hey, that one was pretty good. I, it spectacles was. are glasses, kids. It was quite the zinger. I, I liked it. Actually, one thing I'll call out uh, that Lucio and I got a kick out of is we didn't talk about this in the last game, but when night falls in this game, the world becomes a lot scarier and more deadly. Yep. So you have, and you can't see, like you, this isn't like Rust where you can still pretty much see everything. I guess actually right. Rust is pretty dark as well. Yeah, but Rust so, gets pretty dark so also. most but, games when it's night, they will like put like this blue filter on top of everything, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, this is like you uh, can't see shit. Yeah, exactly. This is real darkness. So you've got a little flashlight you can use to see maybe five to ten feet in front of you. And... So when when night falls, like you can really find yourself in some bad situations because you don't know where you are or where you're going. And mm -hmm. Lucio and I were exploring a scary cave when night fell and basically lost all external light. And that was pretty terrifying as well. It was. You think and in it was, space uh, they'd have a, a handheld like floodlight, but I guess not. 
Now you got well, you don't little like you got a cell phone camera light. They had all this yeah, technology to get them to space, but now they're not sure what to do. Well, you crash landed, so it's not like right. Ah, okay, that's fair. Like it does some interesting things with the darkness. That was that was a lot of fun to play through, and uh, apparently Lucio and I are not brave men because we spend a lot of that game being afraid. <laughs> yeah. we did uh we did end up building a space hut and cowering in the morning game that's right like, like real men yeah we spent an entire night in a tent being afraid of things outdoors did you hold each other for warmth if no, it were an option it, probably if, we if, sure yeah, if, if we could have done it in game i think it, we might have it would have certainly helped with immersion oh yeah broke back Galaxy. Cow- planet Brookback Galaxy. Cowering terror. Cowering terror. <laughs> I like Brookback but, Galaxy. Uh, Sounds good. We'll, we'll keep playing. We'll we'll give more updates as it progresses. Um, this last one, pretty good. Hopefully this next one will make it even better. Oh, although I guess the, the one downside is Lucio and I spent about three hours building a habitat. And then I logged back out and logged back in and everything was gone. Mm, yeah. yeah. And I mean that's it's kind of the that's the nature of these type of games anyway is never never well, get too attached to any of your belongings. No, but no, but this this wasn't a, a server wipe, which do happen, and today there was a server wipe. But um, this was actually it's a known bug. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I so can see that hurting more. What it's I was bummer, reading, but, what mm. I was reading is that you need to save in your bed, wait for a minute, and then just exit. To that stop. If you like do anything else, then it's probably you're probably gonna lose your game. Okay. All right. Yeah. That well, that should be a priority to fix. So that's uh, a pro tip. Enemy slime pro tip. <laughs> Enemy slime pro For tip. Osiris. Enemy slime helping you navigate early access titles one tip at a time. Always saving your bed. Always just, just a tip. Always saving your bed with your tips. All right. Well, Je- <laughs> go ahead, Doug. <laughs> Late. I'm good. <laughs> 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 all right, all right, fair enough. Um, oh, what do you guys want to talk about next? We got games. There's so many fucking games now. What are, What are we feeling? Yeah, right. Should we? Uh, Michael kind of led that discussion. Why don't we Why don't we talk a little bit about Shadow Warrior? Uh sure. Does that sound good. Give Give Lucio a chance to say things. Yeah, shut up, Michael. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Speaking of Rook of. Uh, Locker room talk. Uh, this game. Well, you you guys know that it's basically a gigantic penis joke, right? Yeah, I mean that's always low wang. That's its jam, right? Is uh, <laughs> yes. I, I, that hasn't changed. I think we've probably talked about it before on the podcast, but I always remember that first game where you uh, go find like that anime girl in the bath, and you you say to her, "Do you want to? What do you say? Do you want to watch wash wang, or do you want to watch wash wang? Wash wang." wang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, classic. So, uh, so, so yeah, that, so what's that, that's new? all there. So the the old, not the old Shadow Warrior, but the one that came out in 2013 was ugly, and this one is ugly too. Mm-hmm. So that hasn't changed. Um, but you know, the combat is still there. It hasn't really changed that much from the old one. They added a map, okay, which I think is pretty cool because before it was really easy to get lost. I don't know where the fuck you were going. So, oh, oh, and, uh, like a, a navigation map. I thought you meant they added yeah. a new level. <laughs> yeah, one yes, new level. Like, geez, they they're not trying very hard, are they? <laughs> no, no, no. They, they added a navigation map. So, so did you uh, did you play the first one then? I didn't know whether or not. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, 
the other like notorious uh, uh, well notorious is a good word is uh addition is now you can parry mm-hmm. um and the idea is that when the demons attack you you parry and then you can counter attack i don't think i've used that more than like twice after the the tutorial mm-hmm. Just because the nature of the game is a, you know, it's, it's a very fast-paced dodge, 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 attack, slice, move kind of game, and parrying kind of you just kind of gotta stand there and wait for them to attack you. And I don't know, it just feels like I know that a lot of people were asking for a kind of parry button for the sword of combat, but I just don't think it's necessary. I think it just slows on the combat. The good news is that it's completely optional, so you know. Okay, so you're pretty you, much... You don't have to parry. If you die. It's, it's not like you have to do it to kill some enemies. Right, right. Uh, so, you know, I, I won't say it's a bad addition necessarily. It just feels unnecessary, and I don't... It slows down the combat, which for me means that it kind of loses what makes this game fun, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the humor is the same. It's kind of hit or miss for me. Uh, but there... I can see what people like. Is there a story to speak of? I don't even really yes. know what the last one was about. Like, what, what's what's happening it's to kind our good of the friend same, Wang? It's kind of the same thing. Well, the story doesn't really matter. So, the game starts with him um, sneaking into this like cyberpunk style uh, mega corporation to to rescue somebody. But just as about he's about to rescue her, um, the bad people inject her with some like purple shit, and she becomes a demon. So you, you take her to your sensei, and he tells you that her soul has been corrupted, so he separates her soul from her body and puts it inside of Wang. Uh, so she's your new sidekick, and she kind of annoys you through the, through the game. Uh, so now you have to kind of figure out how to purify her body so that she can get out of your head. Oh, okay. So, you know, it's it's... Oh, you followed Sorry. that? It's just like Shadow of the Colossus. Uh, sure, why not? It's the same story. I bet you turn into a baby at the end. Just like one day in the life of Ivan Denisovich. By oh, whoa, that's what happens at the end of Shadow of the Colossus? Yeah, you turn into a baby. Spoilers. <laughs> that wasn't even your mission, but it happened. I want right? to ga- play a game where that is your mission. Where like your, your end game is to be a baby. Didn't Lucio play that game? I back into the womb. Didn't I? Did I don't you, know. Did you play? You crawl onto the top of a tower and become a baby, and yeah, that's oh, that's, that's right. Shadow of the Colossus. No, no, but he's talking about Torin. Yeah, yeah. Where was... uh, you you uh, you save the moon? I think it was. But, is that, know, but is that your goal? Is your character's motivation that they want to be a baby and they're not one? <laughs> well, she wants to be a baby because she basically wasted her whole life climbing the fucking tower. Okay, Jared. Someday, someone will make Benjamin Button the game. Let's see there. Well, Benjamin Button didn't want to be a baby. Doug, you're totally missing the point here. He well, anyway, wants to be a baby. He didn't want to be a baby any more than you want to be an old man. Do you want to be an old man who shits his pants and dies? I'm already. I'm almost already there. You're like right there. <laughs> He's shitting his pants right now. He's got the pants shitting part down. He's just not dying afterwards for some reason. <laughs> Why am I still alive? Sooner or later. Every moment is agony for me. <laughs> oh, so, uh, Lucio, mm-hmm. this is a how's how's the comedy? Is it funny? Uh, for me, it's hit or miss. Yeah, 
So there's a lot of like really bad puns, but there's some that like have genuinely made me like laugh. Is that just because um, you're too hoity-toity and you know just? That's because yes, it's because I'm an intellectual. So he wants. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Like I, I can see how people see it, find it funny. Um, yeah. I, the, the thing with comedy is that if you don't get the jokes, then you know if if, if it's not your kind of humor, then you know what are you gonna do? I'm not going to penalize the game for not having my sense of humor, you know? Yeah, sure. But, I mean, at the same time, there are there's humor that's not for you, and then there's just humor that's, like, not very good. No, but but I can see people having fun with this. You know yeah. what I mean? Okay. Like, have you ever watched, like, a, a, a comedy movie? I mean, like, this is not my jam, but I can see how people like it. Nope. Mm-hmm. Okay. Michael's so. actually never seen a comedy movie. That's yeah. true. I, for, I forgot Michael doesn't watch movies. Only, it was one of it was not one of the three that I've seen. I don't know. Well, what the, see, Hardware Three is one of those that's objectively bad. So, so wait. I let, let's do a let's do a litmus test here. I'm going to read you a, a dirty joke, and I want you to tell me if it passes or fails. Your your was it funny? Are you ready? Pass. All right. Okay, I'll read you a couple of these. We'll see which one wins, and maybe that'll tell us something about you. Uh, what's long and hard and has come in it? Well, that's a loaded question. <laughs> what? What is it, Jared? A cucumber. What does a cucumber have come on it? Because come, it's fucked, cu- isn't it? Cucumber. Oh, I hate it. Although the Thanks. word cucumber is not hard. Well, either way. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> when do you kick a midget in the balls? When do you kick a midget in the ball? When he is standing next to your girlfriend <laughs> saying her hair smells nice. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. <laughs> it took me a minute. I had to, I had to think about that one. Uh, <laughs> what do you call well, it? How is the midget all the way up at her hair? I don't get it. Exactly. But that doesn't make any sense. What? Anyway. Uh, wait, one more, one more. What do you call a cheap circumcision? What? A ripoff. Oh, that's all right. Uh, it's like one we tell back in the service. All right, so, uh, so Shadow Warrior people, if you're listening, find a way to work those in there. There's nothing funny about a, a poorly done circumcision, Jared. That's true. That's true. That could scar people for life. That's serious right. business. All right, let's 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 stop with the locker room talk here, okay? Yeah, let's tone down the locker room talk here, boys. We got to get back to the seriousness. But anyway, I can see you people enjoying the humor, so I, I will say pick it up. Like there's there's stuff that made me laugh too, so it's not like I'm all like steel face for playing the game. Lucio, what did you mean by you people? Yeah, did you say you people? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's offensive. I said I can see why people oh. like it. Okay. Maybe I'm just hearing what mm. I wanted to hear, but maybe you are. All right, you people with the racist. Oh, people on the internet never do that. <laughs> I'm still offended. <laughs> you have to call us. Out. Well, now, now what you can do is you can clip, uh, you know, cut the clip, put it out of context, and make sure I never become president. Okay, I'll do my best. Yeah, you can just destroy him. Um, here, here's a question because I didn't play the first one. How is this game laid out? Is it like a level? kind of thing where you where you go through a level or is it like an open world sort of feel to it or how, what is it so you have a you have a hub where you have um stores and training and stuff 
There's an upgrade three on this. There's like three upgrade threes actually. Okay. Uh, so you can customize your weapons, which there's a shit ton of. Um, you can uh, level up one skills, and there's also a like a, a an economy system where you can buy upgrades for your weapons and buy more weapons and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So. You have a hub with all of your stores where you can do all the shit. And then you have um, maps where you can choose which missions you do. And each mission is basically a level. Um, so the way the levels work is they're linear, but they're open at the same time. And what I mean for that is you are in a, a place, right? And, and you have an objective. And how you reach that objective is entirely up to you. So if you're, you know, you can follow the laid out path. In the first one, it's, it's less intuitive because you don't have a map. So you basically, you basically can just essentially make it all up on your own. Um, on the second one, there's a map so you can follow like the path that they laid out for you, but you can also just go your own way and do whatever you want. Um, but hmm. at the end of that level or at the end of that section of that level, you're going to end up at a specific place and you're going to do the encounters they want you to do. Um, but kind of how you get there is up to you. This isn't necessarily like Deus Ex in the sense that every playstyle can do it. I mean, this game it has one playstyle, which is you go in and you you kill whatever is in your way. Um, but you know, if you wanna kind of jump through the rooftops and go that way, you can. If you want to, you know, go down a cave, you can go that way. If you want to explore, there are secrets in the game, so you, you can explore and find them. And some of them, like that really nice sword that you saw in that screenshot. Yeah, that yeah. one was uh, it was in a secret room. So th- there's definitely uh, an incentive to explore the levels. Okay. But it is still level-based. That's more depth than I would have thought for a game like this. Yeah, actually, well, uh, that's not quite what I expected. It's based on an old Unreal uh, arena shooter. So right. That's right. what they're kind, of, they're kind of trying to bring that back. It's kind of like, you know, the same thing as Wolfenstein and, and the new Doom game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're trying to kind of emulate that late '90s uh, shooter kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's just it's not this a is, franchise that I think of on being on the same level as those. It is not, um, but it is pretty good anyway. Yeah, I think hmm. they've I think they've done All a good right. job kind of uh, breathing new life into that franchise, and I mean. I, I have. Fond it's definitely memories. more popular now than it was when it was. Yeah, uh, that was going to be what I said. Is like I have fond memories of it, but I don't know very many people who I would remember that game at all. Yeah, that sounds right. To be fair, I forgot about it completely until I bought Shadow Warrior back in 2013 and they had the package of Shadow Warrior and Shadow Warrior Redux. Mm -hmm. Uh, Other than that, I really hadn't thought about it in this millennium. Yeah, it's not something that (laughs) comes up very often. Uh, You know, it's like like Hexen. Right, or like Rodney Rampage. Where it's, oh, I was know. playing Hexen earlier today. Well, yeah, of course, but not most people are not. I was playing oh, it too. We were, all, we were all playing it, but, yeah. you know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can convince a lot of people that this is a new franchise. Yeah, I, th- I think you could. In <laughs> fact, I'll bet, I'll bet there is someone out yeah. there who plays it who probably is of that belief. Yeah. And like doesn't I'm realize... Sure. Like you, you, you could tell them like there. Oh, did you did you enjoy the original? They're like, there's another one of these. And then yeah, exactly. Get all excited to play it, and then be really. Disappointed. And then they play it on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then they hate every second they spend with the original. Yeah, that's one that maybe hasn't uh, hasn't aged all that well. 
I don't know if it's aged well, but it, it's hard to go back to those games, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I played mm-hmm. uh, Duke Nukem not that long ago, like the old original Duke Nukem. And um, man, it's it's tough sometimes <laughs> to, yeah. to, uh, to go back. can't go home again. Can't go home again. Yeah, it's totally true. Any other uh, any other special notes on the game? Something that you're dying to talk about or anything special? No, I mean, I really love the melee combat system in this game. Just the fact that everything is so fast and, and you know, so kinetic. It, it just makes it feel so good to, like, grab a, your katana and go at the enemies. Um, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. And there's, like I said, there's a shit ton of, like, weapons. Uh, so, like, now I have... Uh, a bow that does a ludicrous amount of, money, uh, of damage, so it's basically you can you can be Hanzo if you want. If you don't want to lose your Overwatch touch, um, there's a, I had an automatic uh, flamethrower. I have um, an automatic grenade launcher. Uh, there's plasma rifles. So the setting is a mixture of like cyberpunk and ninja movies and like. We're like Asian, vaguely Asian pseudo philosophy. Mm-hmm. So you have magic, you have, you know, absurd like cyberpunk weapons, and you have like, you know, an assault rifle. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, it, it's good. It, it's, it's fun. It's, it's old video game. You know, you don't, you have eight slots for weapons, and you can equip as many as you want. Um, you don't have, regenerating health um so you know it's it's all old school video game mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's awesome so if you like those old style shooters then you know go for it i think doom is better if you have to choose between the two of them but yeah, this one is pretty good i think shadow warriors on a pretty big budget scale i i don't know how much oh absolutely i don't know what it's, it's priced um, at but probably like let me, 25 i think it was 40 is it, Something like that. Is it 40? Let me check this real quick. Yeah, I'm curious how much it is, actually. It's $27.82. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, 30, I think it's $35? $35.99. Yeah, that's what it looks like. $35.99. So, so it's, it's, you know, it, it is definitely... I mean, I don't know, man. You can probably find Doom for 30 somewhere by this point. Yeah, uh, typically you can. It, it, it does retail for forty, but it's thirty five ninety nine with the ten percent uh, pre order okay. discount or whatever. So, but that being said, you know this is you won't be disappointed. Just keep in mind that it's ugly. Like, <laughs> no, it's an ugly game, and the first one, the, the one from two thousand and three, was ugly too. So I was kind of disappointed that it didn't work that in. In fact, when I started up the game, I looked at it and I spent like ten minutes. You know, going through the the um, like the video options, and I realized that I was already running at like the highest settings. Mm. Look, a game series over thirty five years old just isn't going to look as good. <laughs> their, their screenshots on Steam are beautiful for the most part. Like, and I noticed that a lot. I was I I played Deus Ex, and when I did the review, I didn't have screens because I did it on the Xbox and getting screenshots off that fucking thing is like pulling teeth. So <laughs> I just went ahead and used some from the Steam page, which I don't like to do, but we'd already been sitting on the review long enough and just, you know, get it done. But uh, 
I, I was thinking that while I was grabbing him, as I was like, man, the game does not look like this. <laughs> like, I'll bet even on Steam, yeah. the game does not yeah. look like this. And I can't help but feel it's... like perhaps this is not um, not a the same fair game fair business practice to to put up like heavily doctored or mock up screenshots on Steam. Like, I wish they had some kind of standard for that. And uh, like some of these look fucking hand drawn. Like they don't even look like screenshots. <laughs> well, if, if you look at the uh, some of the screenshots that are there, like you can see like the character models are kind of. Like archaic almost. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Maybe maybe um, they were just really choosy. Do you think the game looks like this? Like, are you looking at the screenshots? Uh, not really, no. Yeah, see... I, I mean, it, it is the, like... There's one here that I'm looking at him fighting like this androids and shit. Mm-hmm. That that looks like concept art. The kind of purple one? The, yeah, that, that yeah. looks like concept. That's it exactly, doesn't look like that's a screenshot. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, that guy on the right in that screenshot, he, he just looks hand-drawn. Like... Yeah, no, no, this this is concept art. I don't think this is a screenshot. See, that's, that's bullshit. You shouldn't be able to do that. Like, I'm, I'm running everything on Alter, and it doesn't look this good. Yeah. I don't know. All right, well, whatever. Video games. Yep. Um, You guys want to hear about... Uh, what do you want to hear about? I got I got two games to talk about. I got Gears that I played a little bit of. And I got Planet Coaster. What's your What's your preference? Get out of the way. Just talk about gears because I'm kind of curious. Yeah, I saw one. a yeah. screenshot today of like a guy and a girl, and it kind of looks like Nathan Drake and Lara Croft are hugging, but with like different eye colors. <laughs> um. Well, I mean, so your main character in Gears is the son of Marcus Phoenix. His name's J.D. Phoenix, which I assume uh, stands for <laughs> really wow. John Dorian oh. or Giant no. Dick. I don't know. Like Marcus isn't a very good name either. Like to have Jaden Derek Michael. Well, Marcus is at least a, a man's name. JD sounds like JD whatever. sounds like a kid's name, which is perfect because he's Marcus's kid. Uh, J- I, I think I think of all the things to complain about, we're pretty low on the on the is, totem. Does here. he have a quest to become a baby? No, but <laughs> wouldn't that make it better? Um, he already is the baby. He's he's pretty he's pretty generic so far. I haven't spent a lot of time with him. The game opens up with kind of this weird. A uh, little montage that it does where there's a woman talking about how far society has come since E-Day, which is the original uh, Gears of War. Yeah. Well, actually, it takes place before the original Gears of War. Because uh, by the... By what? The, well, e- E-Day happened before it, yeah. Right, right, right. Not this but game. This game does. No, this right, game right. does not. This game takes place uh, quite, quite a ways after, so... Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so that's what I like JD playing before his birth. But but the pro- <laughs> no, that would be cool. The the prologue actually is a is a flashback, like a set of flashbacks. And uh, in the first one, you play as or no, you don't play as Dominic Santiago. Was that his name? Dom. Yes, uh, you Dom. you do not play as him, but you you are like in his squad, and you're you're like a carbine person, and um. And you do so. You do a couple missions where they just kind of outline like the history of the series, and then it jumps over and puts you in control of JD and his team. And I mean, I don't really know what to say. Like it feels very much the same. Like it's it's instantly familiar. Uh, I thought for a second that I would have to kind of like relearn certain habits, like reloading on the bumper, like you do in Gears. And I mean, mm-hmm. it, it all just come back, came back to me like really naturally. It, it didn't require a whole lot of effort to kind of get back into it. Um, it, I, I don't know, like it, it's gears. There's not really, 
There's absolutely, so, in the first hour or so that I played, there is pretty much nothing new. Uh, the, the guns are the same. The enemies so, are the so, so same. What's, what's the story? Didn't, didn't we win? Wasn't that the whole thing? Yeah. It wasn't like humanity, just like a boat floating in, in know, the water. And if we didn't win this, we were done. I'm still kind of getting into the, like, where do we go from here portion of it. Um, but when you when you pick up with JD, he's with his friends, and they're just about to break into a uh, cog facility, which of course used to be the good guys. And right. so I'm still kind of catching up on why they're doing that and and what the stakes are from here. So I mean, I'm very very light on gameplay so far. Like I have not uh, had a lot of time to soak it all up and and get a real good taste for it. But um, I don't know. It's it's hard to, it's hard to say like oh you know they they're they're not compelling characters or something like that when Gears of War has really never been uh, about compelling characters. I've hey, seen hey 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 Coltrane is a national treasure. <laughs> I've seen come uh, the pain train baby. I've seen you can stop the train man. A lot of feedback saying that this is like the worst written Gears of War, which would be quite a feat. Like that that's is, a feat. Yeah, that is that is really something. <laughs> for them to do uh this is the first gears game i believe to not be made by epic this is uh the coalition has taken this over and i can't remember what the coalition used to be called but that's microsoft's internal studio and they were like um they were like black shell or something they had a they had a different name for a little while but no, Black, Black Shell is, is Rahab's Yeah, that's thing, right. Yeah. That's a PR company. Uh, what the hell? I mean, they? Maybe, they, maybe they became that. Who knows? What were they called? The Coalition? Before they were the Coalition. Um, hang on. This is, this is going to bug me. I'm going to tell you. They were Black Tusk. Black Tusk Studios. Yeah. So, mm. anyway. Yeah, that's pretty good. As far as I know, this is their first uh, attempt to make a Gears game by themselves. And from an engine perspective and a gameplay perspective, it seems perfectly competent. Uh, my understanding, kind of just hearing about the game and, and looking into it, is people seem to think that this is the best uh, Gears game for multiplayer and the worst Gears game for a campaign. So we'll see whether or not that's mm. true. I mean, I never really liked the Gears multiplayer, so for me... Yeah, that's probably not... Seeing non-issues, like... It's probably not a great sign then that this is going to be one, yeah. for, one for you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But I mean, all your favorites are back. Chainsaw gun. Like I said, there's a couple other guns. I have like a carbine right now that is all right. But I mean, there's nothing so far. There's nothing that I haven't seen before. Now, I'm going to give it a little bit of a pass there because the first set of prologue missions are flashbacks and I... If if they only used guns from the first series in those flashbacks, I think that's kind of cool. But having said right. that, mm. I would expect 20 years later that we've invented new, cooler shit. And so I'm looking forward to seeing that. And if I do not Chainsaw see it, pistols. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have <laughs> something to say about that. No, so, man. Gun with a drill on it. Oh, in fact, fuck, fuck the gun. Just get a drill. Yeah, just a drill. A drill. Just a big a old A gun drill. that shoots drills. Yeah. <laughs> A gun that shoots guns. Well, there this, you go. This is what. <laughs> <laughs> a gun that shoots guns that shoots drills that shoots bees. Actually, how dope would that be if you're like fighting and your buddy's like, "I'm out of ammo," and you just point your gun gun at him and shoot, and then he catches your gun in the air and kills a bad guy. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks bro. Oh. 
whoa, JD, that was a Mondo move. And then he surfs on a shield down the Hoover Dam. It's going to be damn dope. The thing with this is that when Gears came out, I we spent just a while playing like fucking Call of Duty, not even like Modern Warfare by that point. You were playing like Call of Duty 2, shooting a carabine at like tanks. And the thing that was like crazy shit that came out was Halo, which had okay guns. But now I'm playing Shadow Warrior and I have a dual sword that shoots plasma beams at enemies. So (laughs) they they need to step their game up. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I'm not envious of the Coalition's, you know, position with Gears. Because I don't feel like this is a franchise that you could really make very fresh. Like, I, I don't know what more there is to really do with it. And so in the regard of they they delivered something that looks and feels like it always has, they've done a great job. Like it 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 definitely is gonna meet that criteria for people. Yeah, but at the same time the selling point used to be look how crazy we are. We put a chainsaw in a gun. Yeah. How and I, how decadent how I, I feel like their campaign was kind of always about spectacle, right? Like a like a look at this mm-hmm. big monster that just burst up through the ground. And I mean, yeah. in the prologue, I've already seen like three of those giant monsters. And so, again, like it, it kind of kills the thrill. Like, how do you make an even bigger monster? I guess so we need to uh, like, come we'll up see. with something. I we need a monster that shoots monsters. I remember the first oh, game. Yeah. There's that. There's Out the, of a gun. There's the very first time in the original where you run into that enemy who just like charges you. And you have Berserker. to, you, yeah, yeah. And you have to kind of take some more advanced tactics and like hide behind pillars and make him run into it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like even today, I still really remember that encounter. And I just don't see them doing anything like that or pulling anything like that off. You know what I mean? I think even Gears itself, or like the third installment, just didn't have anything interesting going on. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree. Like, I played Gears 3 just kind of, like, because it, it was summer and it had nothing to do when it was on sale, you know? Um, I don't know, it, it's a it's a series that went from having a, a first installment that felt really fresh, and then by the second installment, it just felt old. It's weird. Yeah, and I, I never finished Gears 3, but that's the one where it starts to get into a lot of, like, the family drama, like, like Marcus Phoenix, meet your father, and... I just again. Oh, did like, you did, did you see Dom's death scene? Yeah, and that's really bad. To like fucking set to Mad World. Okay, was, so I was I actually was wanted epically to, bad. I wanted to ask. Really? Do they do that yeah. in the game or was that? I yes. thought. No, no, I no, no. That, that, that happens in the game. I thought someone had just added Mad it on World. YouTube. They played the Mad World instrumental as Dom is dying in game, <laughs> and it's supposed to be this like super serious moment. I'm just like fucking cracking up because come on, dude. Seriously? So Why don't you just please play see us with me too while you are it? Or maybe like emo and heaps. That was like that. I think that song was like their main marketing push for the first one. So I think that's probably why they chose it. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, they, they had a lot of success. They had a lot of success with that first trailer because they, they put that song in it. But and so I imagine they're like, oh, this is the most emotional moment of the entire series. Let's play the song. Uh, and I mean, like. <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those things where like they struck gold with that first trailer. And then from then on, anytime they were marketing gears, like that's how they did it. They're like, oh, let's set it to a really nice soft, you know, like if if, if gears Four, if I saw a trailer for it and it was to the tune of like in the arms of the angel, like I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Sarah McLaughlin's uh, 
sad animal song. Yeah, yeah. You know what song they should have played it to? What? White Snake. Anything by White Snake. Well, yeah, that's (laughs) just a given in general. Yeah, Um, you should do everything to. No, 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 no. Stairway to Heaven. Yeah, I I watched it on YouTube. That's what you needed. And like I said, I I thought it was like some uh, some anime like OVA bullshit where someone just went in like added it themselves. Oh, uh, they played Mad World when Dom is done. That's incredibly tacky. Uh, I know, right? It's amazing. <laughs> cool. That doesn't sound like something that would have worked at all, but I'm glad they tried. And it didn't. Yeah, well, there you go. That's like it was great. I don't know what you're talking about. So yeah, I'll report back later with, uh, with, with how, uh, how it shapes up. But right now, I mean, it's, it's fine. <laughs> that's, that's all I have to say. It's just not the most compelling gameplay in the world. And uh, I don't think that it's going to really... I, I don't foresee them mixing up the formula. However, I welcome the opportunity. So if, they, if they're able to do something cool with this, great. If it's just what I'm playing so far, uh, I don't know. It's okay. I think uh, to defend the series a bit, at least it still has couch co-op, unlike some other major yeah. series from oh the Xbox God, yeah. what that a, what got away amazing, with it. Uh, what an amazing that feat. Uh, even Halo finally had to drop it. So, I mean, it really says something that Gears is still willing to do that. And Michael and I have committed to testing that couch co-op uh, this weekend. So we'll we'll see how the game runs with it and kind of go from there. Another... Well, see, the, that, that can actually add a lot of value to the game because my that's fondest only... memories of Gears is playing with friends. Oh, yeah, that's why yeah, I that's the only fond memories I have of it. Yeah. Well, I'm probably... I'm going to try and play with my wife because she enjoys playing the game. There you go. Oh. That's cute. Um, something else before we leave it that I do find curious is on the box it says right at the top just like Quantum Break Xbox One console exclusive but I'm pretty sure if I open up the Windows Store right now I can go buy Gears of War 4 for the PC so I don't know apparently Apparently the port is really good too. I have no idea what the fuck that means. Then what does that mean? What it is means exclusive it's, uh, about it? Console exclusive, so you you can get it on the PlayStation or the Nintendo uh, or the or the Neo Geo. Uh, no Jaguar for you. No Jaguar. That's fucking no Atari. stupid. <laughs> that's a, that's a stupid fucking way to do it. Okay, well that I mean that does make more sense, but I feel like at some point you're just playing with grammar like it just feels like the most like technically you know the one episode of Futurama where they go into the planet of the bureaucrats and the guy's like you are technically correct the best kind of correct that, that's, that's exactly what I'm thinking like I mean who is who is that for who goes into the store and picks up the game box and is like Gears of War 4 that sounds good and then goes to try and find it in the PlayStation section and can't and just like gives up like who <laughs> Who is that tagline on the box for? Like, I don't understand what sales sure that converts. We were talking about, like, you know, how we are not representative of the majority of game buyers. So I'm sure there's people who just go like, oh, I have 30 bucks today. I'm going to go to GameStop and see what I can buy. I agree with that, but I still don't know. Yeah. I still don't know how that person picks up the game and finally seals the deal by seeing that it's an exclusive for the Xbox One. I guess, and it's not. Remember, that's the important. Right, you have a PC. <laughs> a lot of people don't have gaming PCs. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, this is true. Uh, and I chose to play it on the Xbox, so whatever. I, I don't remember if this one's cross-buy or not. It might be. 
You need something to play on the Xbox, so yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, that's that's true. I'm surprised Michael didn't buy it. You finally got a game and you didn't buy it, Michael. <sighs> I've given up on that thing. He's not even convinced that his Xbox turns on anymore. It's true. It's been about two years at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I don't want to laugh at you, but <laughs> <laughs> did you say your Kinect broke too? It did, and then they gave me another one. Oh, okay. And then I, I've never <laughs> you were like, I don't want it. <laughs> I've never even opened the box they shipped it to me in. It could be full of like, it could be full of dead cockroaches for all I know. You know, you, you have a cable box. You should hook it up to your cable box and see how it does all that shit. I don't care. Fucking fucking the, the Wii U wants me to like connect nice it to try. my cable, and I'm like, no, Wii U. Why would I do that? <laughs> Well, either way, um, let's talk about Mafia a little bit. Probably the biggest right. game uh, from the last week. I mean, Gears is a big game, of course, but I, like I said, I haven't spent a ton of time. Yeah, I don't, I don't I, I, arguably, I don't know, man. It's just, Gears should be the biggest game, but I don't know. It, it feels like such a tired franchise. Yeah, it seems like its moment is past. Yeah. Speaking of past moments... How's Mafia 3? So, uh, before we start, I wanted to ask you guys, can you tell me, what's your favorite mission in the GTA series? My favorite mission? car one. Hmm? Oh, man. RC car one with zero. Don't, don't lie. Okay, okay. Dog, don't lie. No, no, he's lying. It's not that one. I can think of my least favorite mission, and it ends with a guy saying, all you had to do was follow the damn train, <laughs> CJ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, come on. That one was cool. Um, my favorite. A lot right. of the heists in GTA Five were really, really good. You know, I don't even think I don't even think mine was a heist, but and, and I don't even remember the specifics of it, so I guess it's not all that special. But there's a mission in GTA Five where you're at like a house in the desert, I, re- I recall, and you like, no, maybe that's not. Maybe I don't even remember. Are you trying to take down a plane or something? I don't remember. I just remember like switching to Trevor and he's like in the desert riding on like a dirt bike and I'm chasing like a jet as it crashes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's uh, that's one of the missions. Yeah. And I remember thinking as all that happened, I was like, God, this is fucking cool. <laughs> like yeah, that was that's fucking badass. That was great, and it was really, was it was a really cinematic moment for a game that really doesn't have very cinematic moments in its gameplay because mm-hmm. they they can't because of the open world. Uh, but that feels like something that's like ripped right out of Uncharted, and that's exactly the kind of stuff that gets me going. So that was perfect. Okay, so you're saying um, that like, there was this really cool mission in San Andreas where you ha- you had to hijack a plane, and so you had to take this um yeah, like this military cover. plane. And kind of like parachute from that plane into the plane that you're hijacking. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was that good. Fucking, that's fucking amazing. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Okay, so anyway, what you're sorry, saying no, is that when you play when you play an open world GTA style game, you like the missions that have a lot of action, a lot of spectacle, like something something really cool happens. Sure, yeah, right, right. right. Well, cool. you will not be getting any of that in Mafia. <laughs> so, well, good. Right. Boy, we played <laughs> yeah. right into your hand there. Yeah, so you. You got us. <laughs> so, all right, Mafia puts you in the role of Lincoln Clay, who is a, he's an African-American who just came back from Vietnam. It's 1968. And he goes back to his, it's not his family, but it's his surrogate uh, family slash, you know, little gang in New Orleans. And uh, the first little bit of the game is him coming back 
and then he his family's betrayed and murdered and the story is you're looking to take revenge on on the mafia who who killed your family so you don't play as the mafia i mean you are a criminal gang the idea is that you're trying to take over their racket part of your revenge is that you're basically going to steal new orleans away from from the mafia Unfortunately, okay. the game is just probably probably one of the laziest open world GTA style games I've ever played, and it's a it's a genre that has had some pretty lazy ports or not ports, uh, lazy adaptations. Yeah, that, is, mm-hmm. that so, is a bold claim that you're making. So, Lucio, you played Mafia Two, right? Yeah. So maybe you maybe you'll identify with this. What I really liked when I first started playing Mafia Two was that it's it's got a lot of character to it you know you start out in the 40s and it's kind right, of it feels like you're like it feels like you're in like a norman rockwell painting yeah exactly and you see people and they're talking about the war and you see people and they're like interacting with the character and they call out like oh Vito, you're back from the war how nice to see you and this and that and then somewhere like after the first 10 to 15 percent of the game it stops having any character and it's really just one shooting mission after another right well, Mafia the, or Mafia Three does this as well. It starts out and it does a pretty good job telling the story. Um, it fra- or it frames it almost like a, a History Channel special, where they're talking about Lincoln Clay and they're interviewing people that he knew, and they're showing uh, excerpts from this congressional hearing where they're inter- or, uh, they're um, grilling your CIA buddy. And then after about the point where your family gets killed. The game basically stops doing anything except it'll have you go kill a gang boss and then go kill another one and then maybe go kill a third one. And after you've killed three of them or four of them or however many, the 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 big boss will show up at a location. You go kill him and then you've taken over his racket. And that's the entire game that so far. That's very monotonous. It is extremely monotonous. Like it is, like I said, it is so lazy. And it's a shame because they start when it starts out. It's it's done pretty well. You know, you you have this relationship between your family and between the local criminal organizations, and it's done pretty well. The cinematics look really good. There are some scenes where you're looking at a character, and you could almost swear that they are a real person. Like this was live action video. Really? But but then you get into the game, like the meat and potatoes of the game. And it, it does that lazy thing where whenever you interact with a character, instead of giving you a cinema, it's just, you know, the two character models standing with one fixed camera angle talking. Oh, just okay. going back and forth. Yeah, that and, kind of... I like to call it Bioware laziness, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, exactly. And then the the missions themselves are just... Everything's the same. Go here, Kill everyone there. Destroy whatever they got. Destroy their moonshine. Destroy their their j- drugs. It's it's so boring, and it is. So it seems he has a lot of the problems that the GTA clones have, where it's just basically they have no creativity on how to use the open world yeah. environment. And you might even mean better if they just did it as a kind of linear game. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's what I was just about um, to ask. Is like what what if they uh, maybe if they because how, how how long have you been playing? Uh, I feel like I've been at it for a while, but let me actually confirm like, that. Like over ten hours, you think? Um, nine hours at this point. Because, like, if the game was just wrapping up right now, would that improve it? 
<laughs> like in the in the sense no, of, it, in the sense that they could have squeezed more good game in there. Like they could have maybe because I'm sure that's longer than a nine hour game. It's probably like a, a twenty hour game. I'm sure it's at least that because I've got a lot of a lot of location left, a lot of people to kill. So, in all fairness, something could happen that's very exciting. But the first two areas that I've played in have all been pretty much exactly the same. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can see why that's disappointing. Um, so is the story not... Uh, I mean, it sounds like the story starts out pretty strong and then kind of just fizzles out to, to fall into, like, routine. Um, is that, a, yeah, is that it, a good way to paint that, you would say? So far, it's definitely been very generic past that uh, that opening. And it's strange because they did such a good job with the opening. It was really pretty engaging. Like you meet your surrogate father and he's, I think he's from Haiti, but he's an interesting character. He's, you know, the local crime boss is the only gang leader or what have you. But like, he's a, he's an intriguing character and he kind of hints at some of his life experiences. And when you have to go fight the Haitians, he tells you not to do it in the town because they don't, this town doesn't need to see more colored people killing each other. And it feels like there's there's some drama and some background, and then after they murder him, it's it dies with him basically. In Mafia Two, the problem wasn't really that the opening was strong; it's more like the the novelty wears off, and you realize that there's nothing else. Yeah. Is it kind of like that, or is it more like there was a really strong opening there, and they just kind of diluted it with the gameplay? Because what I'm wondering is. Would this have been a better game if, instead of being open world, it would have been a more linear game where you didn't have to waste time going, you know, getting into a car and driving here and then getting into a car and driving there? Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was getting at with length. Like, if they had just made this not a obligatory GTA game, but instead just taken the story and kind of stretched it over a, a slightly more linear or smaller scope, like, would that have improved it? I guess the big question is, would you find the introductory stuff compelling a second time? Like, do you think it holds up, or do you think that, like, like Lucio said, like the novelty just wore off? Ah, uh, that's a good question. I I would think it's still pretty good. I uh, the character himself is not super interesting because he's very he's very generic. I mean, it's like an interesting background. He you know. Uh, uh, an orphan who, you know, kind of drifted along into this gang family and he's ex-special forces and he's got a, you know, CIA contact. But uh, after after the opening, he's just kind of a, a blank slate. His backstory right. is the only interesting thing about him. So far, yes. That's and, a bummer. Right? It kind of reminds me of um, GTA by City Stories where, like, they had yeah, an interesting yeah. set up, but it just kind of didn't work. Well, at least with Vice City stories, you had interesting things happening around the character. Like True. Lance Vance's brother was not very interesting himself, but you know it had a it had a wacky GTA world going on. Here yeah. it's a lot more it's a lot more down to earth, but nothing. There's no compelling drama, and this is all this is all so far. Like I said, I'm ten hours in. A lot of stuff could happen, but if I have to play through like 15 to 20 hours of just generic filler content to get back on track with that interesting story, then I feel like I've been taken for a ride. Mm-hmm. No, I, I know what you mean. I played a few games where like the end game was good and the beginning was good, but the middle sucks. And that's just a bad game, even if mm-hmm. the ending is good. I mean, so I even think we, I think we knew that it was, 
somewhat lazy from the get-go, especially when we got details of the PC port. And I, I know you're not bothered by a 30 frame per second game, but you know a lot of people were pretty burned. Oh, they, they patched in 60 frames per second like on day two. Oh, is it is it actually there now? Yeah, you can you can go in there. You can select 30, 60, or unlimited. And I'm not very good at these things. I think we've discussed this. It it all looks very similar to me. But I went to 60 frames per second, and everybody just looks like they move weirder. <laughs> I don't know. It's very possible that they haven't accounted for the faster refresh speed, and mm-hmm. so in the the frames are the, the characters are actually moving faster. Their animations are basically times two. I mean that's usually right. that's usually why you lock a game at thirty frames per second is because you. I've seen that. I've seen that happen. That happens a lot. That's why most fighting games are capped at thirty because if you make it move faster, then all the animations that your gameplay depends on are moving twice as fast. Mm-hmm. So that, that's probably what's going on here. They just kind of like said, okay, we're going to remove the cap, and then they remove the cap without adding the extra frames of animation, and then the animations are just moving to us as fast now. But it, like I said, it is an international it, it looks- symbol for laziness to make like a high-profile PC game, and just like mm-hmm. not even bother, like, ah, 30 frames per second, that'll be fine. Like- and I would say lazy describes this really well. Um, in the In the opening... You go. You have Mardi Gras, and it's really boring. It's <laughs> oh wow. Well, I mean, have, if you've ever been to Mardi Gras, it is pretty boring, right? I don't know. The game that made it's Mardi renowned for its boringness. Like people come from miles around just to go there and watch television. I mean, I've I've never been to a Mardi Gras, so maybe it's. I mean, there there are parade floats and there are people dressed as clowns, but they're all just kind of standing around. Like, a few of them are programmed to do stuff, like, to swagger drunkenly and have conversations, but it doesn't feel very alive, and that seems to be what I would have expected from Mardi Gras, a little bit of uh, liveliness. I will say, it's really disappointing, because I think the setting is is pretty cool, and it sucks that it's completely wasted here. It is. And, you know, I, I, I don't have any solid evidence... But I do wonder if this was supposed to be a different game and they ended up tagging the Mafia uh, franchise on it. What an, what it an unfortunate situation, because, like, that has no pedigree. Like, <laughs> who fucking cares? <laughs> like, it probably would have been better off to not put that name on there and <laughs> let it be Bayou Boy or whatever they were going to call it originally. <laughs> They can't call it Bayou Boy. That's that's racist, Jared. The Curious Tales well, of Bayou Boy. If they're so, going to have a black man as lead character, I don't think they call him Boy. <laughs> the so, Adventures of right, Hug Fiend's best friend, Nigger Jim. You're, uh, no, Lucio. <laughs> what? We can't quote classic literature on this podcast. Locker room talk, Lucio. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm I just, will say... I am just... Hardy uh, toity and not getting dick jokes <laughs> and talking about literature. Hey, uh, speaking of which, not to deviate for too long here, but I left up Go that ahead. that window full of dirty jokes, and I'm really just I'm having a hard time getting past this one. Let me read it to you. Maybe one of you can Go explain if I'm missing something here. The joke is, how do you stop a dog from humping your leg? And the answer Fuck is, it. pick him up and suck on his cock. <laughs> I mean, that'll stop him. 
Yeah, that's I mean, a good point. I don't know if that's a joke. You can just pick him <laughs> yeah. up. That's like good advice. You can just pick him up and hold him. You don't have to suck him off, too. <laughs> are, are you sure that's like not a fetish for him that you're reading? Uh, maybe. I mean, as I scroll down, things have gotten weirder and weirder. So we'll see how these goes. If you had a donkey and I had a chicken. Yeah, anyway. All right. You guys go ahead. <laughs> Michael, I have, a, I have an idea for maybe improving this game. Okay. They just steal the Shadows of Mordor system. And so, like, if you kill a mob boss with, like, a, a broken bottle, he comes back with, like, broken bottle resistance. Oh, you know, you, that, you know, that would actually be fucking you, amazing. You joke, but I'll bet if this game had the uh, Nemesis system, Michael would be singing a very different tune. Oh, very much so. Because if this game had the Nemesis system, I will be buying it right now. And, you know, it's funny because when I first booted up the game, uh, even before you, you're on your route to revenge, one of the menu items is your kill list. Mm-hmm. And I thought, like, kill list? Like, do you think I'm going to have, like, some nemesises in here? And I can say, no, you're almost certainly not going to have any nemesis. <laughs> Nemes- on, on a side note, Nemesite? why has no one stolen this yet? I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, what the fuck? It's so fucking weird that we saw it and then we never saw it. Because we were all saying after it happened, but we're like, oh, man, a year from now, we're going to be sick of this shit because everybody's going to be doing it and it's going to be awful. But uh, instead, literally no one took any inspiration from it whatsoever. And it's just and like, I mean, like. When you really like get down to it, it's it's not really a complex system. It's kind of an illusion of of, of complexness. So which, it, which I, I makes feel like it people could easily have so easy. It off. Yeah, that's what's anyone could do this. I would pick up Lords of the Fallen if they put in a nemesis system. Yeah, I <laughs> I, Doug, I don't know no. about. It. I feel like there's no going back for him. But uh, I think I'm not I think going you back might to my said... rapist. <laughs> <laughs> Can but you yeah, imagine Dark Souls with a nemesis system? But he would have played. Oh, he would have played uh, Dinner Date with a Nemesis system. Oh yeah, <laughs> like you rip up the bread and it comes back stronger than before. <laughs> <laughs> like oh no, this is a nice hard marble rye. <laughs> Diner will not get away with it this time. Can you break the baguette? <laughs> uh, yeah, see that's good shit. That's compelling. So how do we fix this? Is there an easy fix, or is it just is it just a? I, I guess maybe uh, here's a question. Uh, obviously, it's not worth sixty dollars. What dollar no. amount do you think it is worth? This feels like maybe a forty dollar game right now, mm-hmm. and even then, I still don't feel like I would enjoy it very much at that price. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, I have to clar- qualify. I haven't played a lot of it probably in the grand scheme of things right but it's just it's been so generic up until this point that i really can't imagine that in the second half of the game they're really gonna knock me out of the park they've been hiding a bunch of good shit from you Uh, maybe they will that would be be right you you make a terrible first half and then the second half you put everything you have (laughs) what if there's a twist and in the second half your uh your quest changes because you want to become a baby (laughs) I knew you were going there. <laughs> but you have to do it via hat stacking. <laughs> you have to stack as every well. <laughs> every stack of a hat takes your year your life down one <laughs> or back one. Oh. So you need to stack like thirty hats so that you can be a baby. And then you just you blink out of existence if you get too many hats. Yeah, you have to be careful because if you put on too many hats you'll you'll just disappear. Well, hey, that'd be surprising. <laughs> that would be that would be a pretty pleasant surprise. I, you have no idea, 
like how badly I wish I could somehow hire a programmer and like hack into your computer and just replace that that copy of your game <laughs> and just insert a scene so the next time you boot it up, he's like, you know, it things would be so much simpler if I was younger, like baby age. <laughs> You know, you you joke, but I've always wanted, like, in in any form of media, for like a story to be very serious throughout, like, the entire thing, like either a long running TV show or a or a really like critically acclaimed movie or or you know a critically acclaimed game, and at the like the last hour of, of the game or, or series or whatever, it just goes weird. Just does like a giant like, fuck you, right? Like it, like the tone completely changes. Like you're you're watching a family. No, I don't want to say family drama because they do ghosts a lot. But like something that would have no ghosts, <laughs> and then just ghosts show up at the like end of Godfather Three. Uh, Tom Hagen and Michael Corleone just have a spaghetti fight, and that's how they settle it. <laughs> just something. Have you played Fahrenheit? Oh no. yeah, Fahrenheit. Uh, Indigo Prophecy is a great example oh yeah yeah that game goes off the rails man yeah it starts out with like this this nice story about like a maybe a little bit of like a paranormal serial killer and then by the end you're like the guy from the matrix and you're jumping around in slow motion and you're like a kung fu ninja it's fucking weird i'm surprised got to make two more games after that and the whole (laughs) thing is played so straight faced and that's important to what you're talking about too i feel like exactly no no yeah there's it's like a serious no, world there. with an absurd twist. It's like you're you're looking at David Cage waiting for him to wink, and he's just like looking at you with his eyes wide open. <laughs> like I want to watch a, a a high school teen drama, and the last series, the last like season nine, deals with a kraken in the sea, <laughs> <laughs> out of nowhere. They're like, oh, Jeremy got ate by the kraken. What if, what if, what if, yeah, what if, like, there was, like, a CSI episode and, like, just one and right in the middle of the season was about, like, an old god? Better not have prom on the beach. <laughs> oh, no. It's... I want to see, I want to see I still take on Cthulhu now. <laughs> CSI Cthulhu. Sweet, CSI uh, Mon Moth or whatever it is. M- Mashagath or whatever. What's the, is it Mon Moth Bay, like, one of the cities in his books? I can't remember. I only know Mon Mothma. It's just so fucking weird. Oh, CSI Mon Mothma. It's just CSI in the Mon Star Wars universe. <laughs> Who did steal these there, plans? There's Inmuth, which is the, the village. That's, I think, what I was thinking of. Innsmouth. Oh, yeah. That place yeah. has got a shadow yeah. over it. Law and Order Ismith. Ismith. <laughs> SBU, because, you know, they were breeding with the old gods. So. Yeah, yeah. Special... His, guys are, his eyes are exploded out of his head. What about a what, what about a special victims unit episode where the victim is a dog who got picked up by someone and had his cock sucked? <laughs> Love it. <laughs> that is a special victim right there. Uh, Next week Jesus. on Seventh Heaven, Eric Camden fights <laughs> the Nazi space ninjas. All right, Michael. Any final thoughts on on Mafia Three or? No, like I'll play it some more this week, and I'll I'll come back and talk about it. I've got some other stuff I'd like to discuss, but I want to see more of how it plays out before I make a judgment. Okay, all right, very reasonable. But uh, so far, I'd probably give it a two. Okay, all right. Well, that's not a great sign, that, but I hope that it I can, really don't want to play it. I hope anymore. it can pull it together. Maybe maybe there'll be a really great scene, uh, and uh, and maybe they'll be able to to bring it all around again. But you're the I mean, it looks person. like they've got the chops for it. 
You're the first person that I've mm. seen to really complain about the content. Most of the people that seem to have a problem with the game just have it from a technical perspective. So I'm kind of interested. Uh, I haven't had too many technical issues. A little bit of glitchy graphics and one mission that doesn't spawn correctly. But uh... Well, and we've had the... Well, I was going to say we've had the luxury of only playing it after release, but so did all the other outlets. So never mind. I don't know what to say. <laughs> it's really just the poor Twitch users who had to experience it pre-patch. Oh, but no. what what does Ben Kuchera think about it? Uh, we won't ask that. <laughs> I'm sure there's already <laughs> I know, sure I know there's you're already curious. a, a four thousand word article on the internet about uh, you know whatever the fuck. We'll see. see. Polygon. No, all right, that's it. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, thanks everybody for joining us today. And by the way, if you didn't already see, we got we got fucking hats now. And you should go. Yeah. You should go get one. And thank you. Can you can stock them. Thank you to the few people who already did pick some up. I still have a few left. So if you want a hat, uh, go grab them before they're gone. I think there's like four left. Uh, so it's... they've done like four articles on Mafia Three. Sorry, I just have to say this. <laughs> yes, of course the they have. Yeah. Well, we'll we might get Easy. one. Maybe we'll get one. We'll see. And it'll be like thirteen hundred words. This is where we suck because we can like make. Mafia 3 and the rise of the black anti-hero. Mafia 3 confronts players with the horrors of racism. Mafia 3 oh, is up at Google Hotel. See, like, that's... I, <laughs> I wrote, like, what, 1,300 words on Deus Ex, and I'm sitting there, like, I didn't feel like it was long enough, and I'm like, but what else is there to say, like, who that anyone will give a shit about? I already felt like I mentioned a bunch of things no one will give a shit about, so I don't know how you do it. I do not know how you do what we're doing. Uh, correctly. Well, not correctly, but the way that everybody else does it. Like, I would like to talk about the way they use racism in this game, but we'll save that for after I've played more of it. But okay, yeah, that could be a fun. Shadow Warrior I'm... brings new death to dig jokes. That's an article for tomorrow. Uh, let me see. <laughs> yeah, you at home, if you want these kind of articles, tell us. We can we can probably crap some out. I mean, um, the whole point of Enemy Slam was we weren't going to do that. But okay, ah, whatever. That's what you really want. If it gets us the hits, it doesn't matter. I'll tell you what, buy a hat and we'll write a, a crappy article for you. What yeah, we'll write so many. What did the cannibal <laughs> do after he dumped his girlfriend? Later? He wiped his ass. <laughs> oh, because he pooped her out. Yeah, all right. uh, that, one's, that one's tasteless. <sighs> well, I'm sure she was very hey, tasty. Kids, do you want to not get beat up at school anymore? Wear one of our dope hats or shirts. Get one of our tight-ass yeah. hats. And, no one uh, will bug you with that. So go go pick some up on our store now. And I have shirts are right around the corner. They're being printed. Uh, so we'll we'll have. I know that people have uh, complained that we only have the one size right now. I will have a full set of uh, of sizes for you very very soon. So I mean, if you guys can't wait, you could just get fatter. Wait 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 wait. Hold, hold on. Fat. We didn't, we didn't talk about Planet Coaster. Ah, uh, we can. Oh, yeah, we did. We can do it another week. I mean, unless you guys are like dying to hear something about it. Are there uh, coasters? That's what I thought. All right. I figured we were probably <laughs> safe. I, I really liked it. In fact, uh, it, it was supposed to just be an alpha weekend, but from what I can tell, my copy still works, and I'm kind of happy about that. <laughs> uh, oh, so I'm, I'm kind of stoked. I'm looking forward to playing it more. I'm sure that when they patch it, they'll, they'll revoke it, but for right now, I've still got it, so... I'm gonna. I'm gonna so probably play a little just more. Just give me like the. Give me the five minute like pitch. For okay, here it's actually really easy. Uh, do you remember Roller Coaster Tycoon? I do. Did you like it? Yes. Even yes. three. 
Uh, I played uh, three, yes. And you made you, three of them? And did you like three? I like three. There you go. Then you're going to like Planet Coaster. It's the same team uh, or the same development company uh, making it. And uh, Atari has made two Roller Coaster Tycoon games in the last year, and they have both been absolute disasters. And so, yeah, Roller Coaster Tycoon is one of those series that you just don't touch anymore. You just well, it, it's like it's, City. Yeah, they they just they took something that was really fun and enjoyable, and they just basically tried to like part it out as much as possible and get early access bucks and release it on mobile. And I mean, just none of that worked. And uh, the game has just completely stalled out. And so the uh, Frontier people who made Roller Coaster Tycoon 3, they saw the obvious opportunity here, which is why don't we make one of those but good? And so they're doing that. And I'm really impressed with it. Like it's it's almost exactly like the old game, except some of the tools that I used to find really cumbersome and hard to work with are now pretty easy to work with. And um, there's a video. And you still... Can you still close the exit and and keep keep people trapped in your park forever? Uh, right now the the park uh, management tab is still grayed out, so they they haven't put it in there. Um, you know, actually, my sister was a really big fan of the game uh, of Roller Coaster Tycoon back in the day, and I specifically invited her over to play this because I figured she would probably you know, get a kick out of it and, and maybe help give me some insight into it. Cause however many logs hours I logged in it, she's got seven <laughs> times that I'm sure. And video games are for nerds, Jared. So I had her come over and play it. And while she was, she, she doesn't play games really. And it was kind of interesting to see how she didn't really understand the concept of why someone would release a game that isn't done yet. <laughs> she just she just didn't follow the logic there at all. <laughs> like so she so she goes into like the park management tab and she goes to hire a, a ride repairman and I'm like oh they're they're not there yet like it's just the janitor and she's like well, what if the ride breaks down I'm like well the rides don't break down yet and she's just like well why some madness <laughs> like this is gay he's uh, well, down he's up the, to the average consumer that'd be like if. If Lean Cuisine released a fried chicken dinner and you just got some eggs in there because they weren't done making the chicken. But I guess you, 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 you buy a car and it's like, oh, you don't have brakes yet. What, what the normal people watch? I guess the reason that I Maury. mentioned... If we're watching Maury and they will be like, oh, well, the uh, soundtrack isn't in yet. Or maybe that or they're like, then the father is and then it just ends. <laughs> They haven't decided who he is yet. But um, so I guess what I'm saying is I didn't realize how many things were missing from the game until I watched someone else play it. Because I, it's just one of those things where like when I see the menu option grayed out, I'm like, oh, it's coming later. But when when mm. I have to explain it to someone else, I, I don't know what I'm what what exactly I'm trying to say here. But you, you like spend more time thinking about it and it just becomes more apparent how much stuff it's is weird missing. that we've become accustomed to that right practice in the industry right it's just I, I it didn't phase me at all you know like i go into the menu and something's not there and i'm just like well okay you know nobody yeah, nobody sends out a book without definite articles and be like yeah we'll put those in later and, and we had that experience with osiris too right where we were like oh okay so this doesn't work yet so whatever mm-hmm. uh like the, the there's a building called the barracks that you have to build but it doesn't work yet so you know. i build it yeah yeah i i really like it and so that's far just what we've like uh yeah. it it's it's really solid and it's um if as long as they 
put in all the stuff that's missing. Like, I don't see any reason why you wouldn't want to pick this up. There's just weird things. And some of them are weird. Like, so I think my biggest complaint about the game is that the pathing system just doesn't work very well sometimes. Like, I just would have trouble connecting paths that it seemed really obvious they should connect and they just wouldn't. Mm -hmm. And uh, I do worry that that's something that feels so intrinsic that, like, for a game that releases next month, I've, I have a hard oh. time imagining them fixing that. Um, but other than that, everything's pretty good. The, the ride builder is super intuitive. Uh, I remember in the old Roller Coaster Tycoon, like, the worst thing that could ever happen to you is when you're building your roller coaster's downslope, you accidentally build it into the ground because then it makes a tunnel <laughs> yeah. automatically. And so, like, you can delete the track, but then you have to, like, get into the, like, uh, the tools menu to uh, to go in and, like, flatten your terrain, and you never get it looking as good as it used to. Uh, it, it's just always, like, kind of fucked up. And most of the time, even that was too much work, and I just leave a big hole there. Um, but the game is a lot more intuitive about that. When you're building the coaster, it'll kind of automatically, uh, like, even out when it starts to hit the ground, or it, it'll wrap around, like, buildings a lot more effectively. Um I've seen a lot of coasters online that people have built that are that are actually like going through buildings or through like formations in rock and things like that. And it, it's really, really solid. So I'm uh, I'm looking forward to, you know, seeing kind of what you can do with that and how you can uh, play with it. If you haven't, uh, I, I don't know how you say his name. Is it, is it Robbaz? R-O-B-B-A-Z? He's a he's a YouTuber and he's just like this weird Swedish guy. Uh, but he, You're asking me if I know who a YouTuber is, I know, really. I know, and normally I wouldn't even recommend something like this, but he did something pretty great where uh, he used the terrain tools to build a gigantic mountain in the shape of a goat, and then he, <laughs> and then he uh, built another goat behind it with its legs up on top of it because it's fucking it, and then he <laughs> made a roller coaster that goes in the goat's ass and then, like, in the goat's dick and in the other goat and then out its mouth or something. And um, it's pretty amazing. What the hell's wrong with you, Jared? It's pretty amazing what you can do with the, the tools. <laughs> That's uh, pretty impressive, actually, yeah. So so go check that out. You can see, like, just how it's a great... It, it, a, it's childish as hell, which is fantastic. And, uh, and B, <laughs> it really gives you a sense of just how powerful the engine is in this game and what kind of cool stuff you can do with it. So you mentioned it's coming out in a week? No, in a month. Did I say a week? No, I think I just mis Okay, yeah, it's remembered. It is coming out um, towards the end of November, like the seventeenth or the twentieth, something like that. But by the sound of it, it's still missing a lot of shit. It is, but I mean, uh, most of what it's missing is stuff where I can easily see how they put that in, like like making your rides break randomly and having an employee who fixes them. That doesn't feel like something that's going to be hard to add. Uh, like I said, the the path system sometimes feels really busted, and uh, that I worry about because like that feels like a really core thing that you should have working before you do anything else. So well, and it could all be things that are functional but not ready for being included in a demo yet sure and i will also concede that uh there is no tutorial so i may just be using shit wrong like that is entirely possible there are a lot of options mm. a lot of buttons in this game and uh you know it, it took me a minute to remember like how to rotate buildings and things like that so it, it could totally be that i just am not doing something right so we'll okay. see we'll see what happens when the game comes out but I, I I think I'll pick it up. It, it's it's one of those games. Again, I don't know what your guys' relationship with Roller Coaster Tycoon was, but 
for me, it's always been one of those games where like you sit down with it and all of a sudden it's five hours later. And mm. uh, so I, I like that. Like, that's a good feeling. And this game definitely carries that feeling over. So, good. There you go. So now I think we're remember, done. Remember when you weren't supposed to talk about that? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, hey, if you, if you enjoyed hearing about that, you got to go check out our websites, enemyslime.com. And hey, man, look, I know you're busy, but I also know you got that Facebook and you got that Twitter. I see you over there posting about Bernie Nerf. Sanders. We know all about it. But stop typing Bernie Sanders and start typing the enemy slime, which is our name or, on all those services. Or, or Ernie Glanders, and that'll actually get to us as well. Yeah, that, that'll link to us too. Also, look at us on YouTube where we do oh, videos right. now because... Apparently, that's what you need to do these days. That sure is what people seem to like the most. So, yeah, we have a couple more video reviews in the pipes. So, uh, check out YouTube for that. And, uh, yeah. Check so. out my video on YouPorn. <laughs> check out Doug's video on YouPorn. Uh, Remember, you can still get Doug nudes by sending an email to uh, DouglasChain at Hotmail.com. No, it's Yahoo.com. Yahoo. Oh, it's Yahoo now? He would never yeah, use it Hotmail. It's, God, it's no. too modern. I've got so many picks and no one wants them. <laughs> all right. Well, well cause they're all probably sending the emails to hotmail like idiots. Oh, thanks Lucio. I'm never going to get a request for these hot, hot picks. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> and, uh, Oh my God, we're out.